everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Jacob. I'm Taryn. And this is Out of Left Field. You want to tell everybody what the podcast is about, Taryn? Uh, the fun side of baseball. Uh, close enough. It's the weird side of baseball. Oh, that's fine. Keep going. I had a few more. Yeah? What else is it about? Um, I don't know. Uh, so you, 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 your few more was precisely zero more. Oh, fuck off. Yeah. I'm sure if, you know, you hadn't cut me off my train, I thought I might have had more. Okay. And there we go. Uh, we're into Flophouse territory. You all know that a good podcast goes with a good beer. It does. And a good baseball podcast goes with a good beer. Just baseball in general. Baseball and beer. Yeah. Man, there's a topic for an episode that... Oh, that would be a good one. That would. Uh, that we're not doing today, though. Oh, why not? Because uh, that's not the one that we have notes ready for. So instead, we're talking about baseball and math. I think we can do a whole episode about baseball um, and those fucking Miller Lite commercials. Probably not, but we could totally get something about uh, Anheuser-Busch and how uh, St. Louis... And the Bush League. That has nothing to do with it. Bush party! Oh, Munari Kawasaki, bringing his magic to the Chicago Cubs. They are, like, tearing oh. up the fucking league right now. I don't think that he has much to do with that, though. I don't care. They must be loving life right now. So, no, um, instead of talking about beer and baseball, we're talking about math and baseball today. Go math. Fuck math. Yeah. Uh, no, not a mathy person? Hi, yeah. Met me. Mm, once or twice. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, no, so today we're talking about advanced stats, uh, or sabermetrics, as you might have heard it called. Uh, yeah, you, you suggested this topic. I know. So, I mean, my head doesn't hurt. So, yeah, you, you've seen Moneyball. No, I haven't. Yes, we saw it together. Nope. On DVD. Nope. Okay, it wasn't on DVD, it was on Netflix. But I've got it on DVD. I've got it on Blu-ray. Nope. We watched it together. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. A hundred percent certain we saw it together. We didn't. I've never seen it. <laughs> How have you never seen Moneyball? I watched Million Dollar Arm on the flight back from India. That's not at all the same thing. Well, I mean, it kind of is because it's about market inefficiency, but... I heard <sighs> that Mark Shapiro wasn't very impressed with his... With uh, his characterization in Moneyball as a bumbling fool. Well, he is a bumbling fool. Yeah, a little bit. Um, but no, what he's trying to do with the Jays is uh, an example of market inefficiency, which is really what Moneyball was all about. Um, you mean by not giving the fans what they want, even though we don't ask very much, other than David Price? But it's not about giving the fans what they want. Uh, explaining a market inefficiency is about paying uh, low... <sighs> you you down? Okay, so what advanced stats are really about is it's about finding uh, where baseball stats fail. Um, so if you look at the back of a baseball card, you see numbers for batters like home runs, hits, batting average, on-base percentage. You want to know another fun fact that's going to blow your mind? What? I have also never actually held a baseball card in my hand. No way! Yeah. No! Oh my god! I've got a, where have I failed you? Uh, I don't know. Oh my god. Um, and if you look at the back of it, oh, <laughs> this, oh my god. So I think we have to cancel this episode and like talk about my baseball card collection instead. Oh, I know you 
it exists. I've got a huge baseball card collection. I don't think it's worth anything right now. Why at, not? Because it's entirely incomplete, and I think the most valuable card I have is like a Roger Clemens rookie card. One it's day. Pretty sad. One day. I do have the entire 1993 top set. That's impressive. I like somebody went out and bought it as a box for me. It's in a binder, and like one day it will be worth something. But like I'm not going to college on it or anything. Well, no. Good thing we live in Canada. Ma- <laughs> it's not very <laughs> maybe maybe one day my kid will. Um, what was your tuition for three years? Uh, fifteen thousand for the three years total. Yeah, that's right, Americans. Fifteen thousand for a three-year program. Booyah! So, um, if you look at the back of a baseball card, though, for hitters, you see things like batting average, uh, hits, home runs, RBIs, and for pitchers, you see things like wins, losses, uh, ERA. So those stats that you pull up at the front. At the start of a game, yeah, marquee matchup, or or like what you see that they flash up on the the board at a stadium. So a whole bunch of numbers that mean a whole lot happen. But like mostly they're counting stats. It's like he hit this many, or he yeah. he the, the wins are literally the worst. Pitching wins are literally the worst stat in like all of sports. Well, if you look at the Toronto Blue Jays, I would argue that each of those pitchers, each of our starting pitchers. Have earned a win so far this season. Yes, but like, if you if you <laughs> and you look at the bullpen, if you look at just just pitching wins in general are the worst stat in all of pro sports. I would argue, yeah. and we will get into this in this episode. So, what advanced stats do? This episode, the next episode, that's episode after that. Yeah, this this is probably a three parter. I'm a surprise. We are we are watching the Jays game as we record this. Um, thanks to the magic of the internet. Thanks, nerds. Internet. <gasps> Oh, internet. I missed you. Yeah, uh, this was recorded the same night as Tommy John Part 2, so um, uh, yeah. the internet was out for like 48 hours. It was a long 48 hours. I'm, I'm not sure when this episode's actually going live online. It might be the week after, it might be a couple weeks later. We haven't really decided that yet, but uh, for those of you uh, who are devoted listeners, the little peek behind the curtain, or if you're into the McElroy shows, uh, Parting the Kimono. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I will never say that again. It felt so wrong coming out of my mouth. Oh, I need a beer for that. <laughs> and you're getting on me for my drinking drink? Uh, nope, 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 nope. You decided it's now, okay? Okay, so we're like six minutes, seven minutes in, and we haven't said a word about actually advanced stats. Well, yeah, because I pull your mind a few times. Yeah, a couple times. Okay, so we're going to get into advanced stats. Um, maybe. Maybe. So a basic place to start is the people who are kind of important to advanced stats. Oh, people. Yes, people who created numbers. Numbers. You requested this episode. Well, anything on No, you, you requested this episode existed in general. Okay, so there's Bill James. Um, there's Bill James, and uh, if you were to if you were to crown one guy, imagine having two first names as your name. Hello. Yeah, but like, how many Morrises are there actually in the world? A ton. Eh, it's an old person name. Bill James is like a penny person name. Fair enough. So if there if there were to be one guy who you were to kind of crown as the father of advanced stats, it's Bill James. 
He graduated from the University of Kansas. He had a degree in English, economics, and education. He then started writing about baseball because he was working night shifts as a security guard at the Stokely Van Camp Pork and Beans Factory. And pork and beans, a tasty, tasty meal in one can. Mm-hmm. And he was bored out of his mind. No, really? Night guard at a pork and beans factory. It was... I can't even imagine anyone being bored in that job. Yeah. So he would uh, start writing. He'd have a question like, uh, which pitcher-catcher combination allows the most... Stolen... God, links at your terminology right. He called it a combination. But it's a battery. I know. Uh, allows the most... Apparently it wasn't very, you know, smart about baseball. I don't think it was an official term back then. What? He wrote, like, in the 70s. How long has the term battery been around for? I don't know. But I looked back at his writing. He said combination. Okay. Um, allows the most stolen bases, and then he would analyze the living hell out of it. Um, that's that's how we wrote. It was very raw. Oh, okay. It was, here's the question, here's all the data, here's the conclusion. That'd be boring as fuck to read. Yeah, but he got conclusions. Like, he would find stuff that nobody else had ever seen before. So what does he think of Russ Martin and his ability to throw out? Oh, he doesn't do this kind of stuff anymore. He did this back in the 70s. He, he's... I want to know about current baseball players on the Blue Jays. <sighs> okay. So from, from 77 to 82, he self-published uh, a publication called the Bill James Baseball Abstract. that's not... Uh... He, he was he was self-publishing. He could do whatever he fucking wants. No. And this was an obsessive study of in-depth stats. No. It, it was obsessive. Um, he gathered all of these stats from box scores, and it became so popular. It started in 77. Like 50 people ordered it. He published one ad in um, baseball in the baseball news, okay. which was a uh, baseball publication. And 50 people ordered it, and it through word of mouth and through these ads became a huge thing. In 82, a publishing conglomerate began to, began to publish it. In 1988, uh, he published his last one, though. He cited burnout. He cited overload. Um, but since then, he's published three more historical abstracts. So these weren't all every year. He would do it based on um, when he built up research it wasn't just about the last year's worth of stuff. It was about over all of history. So he. But what if you had like some guy break out and move back his stats from last year? Then he would update his uh, research. So then he's published three more since then, and he also uh, contributes to publishing a yearly handbook. It features stats and projections for every player who's currently playing. Mm, okay. In 2003, he got hired by the Red Sox uh, after. Mm. They um, and his hiring was contributed by to by the fact they were purchased by John Henry. John Henry's the owner of the Red Sox. Uh, he no, was really. Uh, he's uh, he was a longtime reader of Bill James's work. He okay. was one of the readers who started with him back in the seventies. Okay. Um, he, was he one of the original fifty? Um, I don't know, but I highly doubt it. Oh. But he he's he had read him since he was self-publishing. Um. He's been responsible for the creation of a ton of advanced baseball stats. He was uh, runs created, which tries to tell how many runs a player was worth to their offense. The range factor, which is um, how much a player contributed to his team's defense. Pythagorean win-loss, which is how many wins a team should have based on how many runs they scored. 
Oh, is that the one that keeps on telling us that the Blue Jays should be way better than they yes, are? Yes, yes. The um, one that's keeping all the Blue Jays insane? Yeah. It's slow start. Yes, that's the one. The fourth season in a row that can't make anything happen mm-hmm. the day? Yeah. The game score, which judges how well a pitcher performed in a single game. Uh, similarity scores, which is a metric that lets you compare players between eras. Uh, he, he is like the granddaddy of baseball advanced stats. With, oh, okay. Without him, we wouldn't have a fraction of what we have today. Okay. Um, then there's Robert Voros McCracken. Voros? Voros is a nickname um, based on his Hungarian heritage. Voros? Voros. Really, you're going on Voros and not McCracken? Uh, I am Scottish. Fair enough. Um, he she lost down his street called McCallan. McCracken. Release the Kraken. No, nothing? No. Okay, he's he's got, I think, like the best name in baseball history, perhaps. Um, so if Bill James is the father, that makes Voros like the mother or at, uh, or at least the, 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 the gay father, the other gay father, or at least like the crazy uncle. Let's go with uncle. That's a little... No, because crazy. like he's... Bill James was offense and defense. Voros was pitching. He came up with the pitching. He came up with the pitching advanced stats. I'm sticking with Uncle. So he was responsible for uh, advanced pitching stats, and he was the guy who realized the importance of the three true outcomes: uh, strikeouts, pitching, uh, strikeouts, walks, and home runs for pitchers. Okay, how were those the three outcomes? So, we're going to get to this. He realized uh, in the early 2000s, right around the turn of the millennium, that pitchers had very little influence on what happened to a ball after it was put into play against them. So, what it meant is that pitching stats didn't correlate from year to year, even for the same pitcher on the same team. Okay. So, what walks, strikeouts, and home runs have in common is that they're entirely controlled by the pitcher. So based on this knowledge, he developed a system called uh, DIPS, Defense Independent Pitching Stats, which tried to control... You can't make it into dicks? No. What would the, the C stand for? I have no clue. Um, That's not my job. <laughs> which, could, which could control for only what the pitchers were responsible for, the three crew outcomes. Uh, I guess that makes sense. Um, so... Uh, he published an article about his research in Baseball Prospectus in 2001. The response was overwhelming. He got picked up by ESPN. He got over 2,000 emails about it in the next few days. And from on high, Bill James praised the work. Um, the results were – he called the results significant. And he said he felt stupid for having not realized how important this was 30 years ago. Um, he didn't realize that pitching was important. No, no, he realized pitching was important. He didn't realize how important the three true outcomes were. And he didn't realize how important controlling for uh, the play of a defense behind a pitcher was. Okay. Um, from 2003 to 2005, he worked for the Red Sox. Then he left them. It was, a, it was contract work. And he's had little involvement in baseball since. So he came up with, like, this... The game changer for pitching. And then he was like, peace, I don't care about baseball anymore? It wasn't he didn't. He just, he had the one breakthrough and he hasn't had one since. He's, he's also a bit of a weird guy. He's worked on soccer stats. He's worked a little on economics. Um, he's worked on a lot of things. So he's like, oh, there's work here. I'll go look he's, into this random thing and this random sport. He's kept 
trying to find that other big thing, and he hasn't gotten it yet. Um, there's one more who I don't actually have in the notes. Um, Tom Tango. <laughs> Tango. That's not his actual name. That's oh. an internet alias. Nobody actually knows what his real name is. A, a, a select few people do. Do you? No. No, I, I have no, I have no idea what Tom Tango's real name is. Um, he's published a book under this name. Um, the book's called The Book Inside the is Hidden Game. Like Ga- Tao Sto? What? Tao Sto? Tao Steve? Yeah. Yeah. It's like him. Um, he's published a book called, well, with a couple of co-contributors called The Book Inside the Hidden Game of Baseball. Uh, no, it's like the Advanced Stats Bible. Um, yeah, no, I'm just laughing at the title. And... He's well, no, because it's about like the the book of like hidden rules and stuff. He contributed to. He's Canadian. He's worked with a couple of organizations, including the Jays. He helped. I have a hard time believing he's Canadian when nobody knows who he is. He's been very secretive about this. Um, he's but he's very outgoing about his Canadianness. Do you think he was one of those guys who was super excited when they got the long term census and? internet <laughs> probably <laughs> well like i i follow him on twitter um he he is not not public it's just he's not forthcoming about his full identity he doesn't want people being like that with him um and he contributed uh, as well to the pitching statistics um he developed a stat called um fip fielding independent pitching it's similar to um what Voros McCracken came up with. Um it's a little I know. It's a little easier to calculate. Um and it works just as well. He also did a lot of work towards lineup optimization, what hitters should be hitting where. Um yes, so th- those are kind of the So is he a fan or against the shift? Pro. Pro shift? Pro shift. I'm not being so confused the summer the shift came out. Oh, yeah. The the shift is weird, but again... Well, that was when I was at school, right? Mm -hmm. I wasn't watching any baseball until mid-June that year. So I was listening to the video, and they haven't talked about the shift, the shift, the shift. This is pre-being able to, like, find the game on, you know, Mm sportsnet.ca. I was like, what the fuck is the shift? I got very confused myself for a second. It looked weird. Mm-hmm. It made sense. Now I probably it did. Okay, so um, I think we're gonna cut off actually the first episode there because that's it's like only two minutes. that's like twenty minutes though. Once we once we put in the uh, once we put in the outro and the music and stuff. So yeah. episode one, the uh, the advanced stats wizards, <laughs> the wizards of advanced stats. Okay. Hey everyone, it's Jacob here again, um, and we're just at the end of the episode here. Sorry about the long layoff between episodes. Uh, it was a long weekend up here, so we were planning to take a week off, and then we had some serious technical problems. Um, this episode got really messed up, and uh, there was problem. The file was corrupted, and it almost became a lost episode for us. So that's why we were off again last week. Um, but thankfully, we were able to get some stuff together, uh, got our computer problems straightened out. Uh, we think we're in a new recording setup now, so we're going to hopefully avoid all of this in the future. Uh, fingers crossed. And thanks for bearing with us. Um, we hope you enjoyed the episode. We're going to be back on the horse next week, uh, and everything will be fine. It's just me recording this last little bit because Taryn is off, you know, actually having a life, <laughs> unlike me, apparently. Um just a little bit of quick groundskeeping, and then uh, we'll let you go. Although I guess you don't have to listen to me. Turn me off whenever you want. 
so thanks to uh, Michael Lewis. He was the author of Moneyball, so he wrote a whole chapter about Bill James and Boris McCracken. Thanks to Bill James, Boris McCracken, Tom Tango, and all the other genius nerds, way smarter than me, um, who figured out all the advanced stats and laid the groundwork for the mathematical revolution going on in baseball. Thanks also to Saber, as always. They do uh, all kinds of great research, and they've got the Bio Project, which helps when we're doing episodes about um, people's backgrounds, like we did here. Uh, thanks, as always, to Rachel Schachter. She made our awesome logo. If you want to check out any of her work uh, or commission anything from her, it's rachelschachter.net is her website. Uh, Schachter is spelled S-C-H-A-C-H-T-E-R. Um, if you can't spell Rachel or .net, you might want to talk to your doctor. That's a sign of dyslexia. I uh, want to get in touch with us. It's uh, at OOLF Podcast on Twitter. If you want to get in touch with me, I'm at JMS Morris. Taryn is at Clunis Taryn. She'd tell you that herself if she was here to tell you. Um, or if you want to get in touch with us directly uh, through email, it's OOLFCast at gmail.com. Uh, and remember, we're having a mailbag episode in a few weeks. Um, and if you have any questions or comments or feedback for that, uh, send us an email. Again, it's oolfcast at gmail.com and just drop mailbag into the subject line of your email. Uh, also, if you enjoyed the show, like us on iTunes and give us a good rating and a good review. Um, if you can only do one, be, make it the rating because iTunes prefers those. Helps boost us up the charts and get more people listening to us. Um, that's the only way we really spread. It's through word of mouth. Uh, we don't do any advertising. We're a really small podcast, um, and it wouldn't be worth our while. So thanks again for listening, and we promise we will be back into our normal time schedule with releasing episodes next week. So for Out of Left Field, I'm Jacob. Taryn would normally be here. That's the ball game. <laughs>